Hi, everyone. Welcome back to. <laughs> I almost forgot the name of this podcast. Lesson learned. <laughs> it's been it's been a hot minute. It's been a year and a half, I think. I checked、um, online, and I think the last time I posted was July of 2021. So yeah, it's been a year and a half. Took a really long break. Uh, just got caught up with life. I think I had started a job around then. I worked at a restaurant for a little over a year, and then I quit.、Um, <laughs> and then since then, it's just been. I, I think the podcast just fell off the.、Uh, just I didn't think about it for a very long time, just because I got so busy and I was just always tired because my hours are weird. I would work from the afternoon till like 11 p.m. midnight, so I just. Felt like I didn't have time. So a lot has happened since July 2021.、Uh, for one, last year 2022, around March or April, we moved from a small apartment to a townhouse. So we definitely have more space now.、Uh, what else happened? We adopted another cat. I don't know if that happened before or after. I stopped this podcast, though I can't remember. So we have two cats now. We have Luna, and we have Leo. Leo is the younger one. Leo is a girl. I we, <laughs> we named her thinking that she was a boy, and then、uh, like a week or so later,、uh, my dad came over and he was like, "Oh yeah, she's a girl." And I was like, "Wait, you're right." But then she already started responding to Leo, so we just kept it.、Uh, what else happened? Twenty twenty two. Oh my gosh! So right before we moved, we lost Luna. I could do an entire podcast on that.、Uh, maybe I will. But we lost Luna for a month and a half, six and a half weeks. We got her back. Oh, gosh, that was such a nightmare.、Uh, I thought I was going to be depressed for the rest of my life. Now she's back, and she's her same old, very typical cat. Selfish, but sweet sometimes when she feels like it. Self. Um. What else? Acting wise, last year was really, really slow for me until end of last year, where it started picking up, and then beginning of this year, it got really busy too. So it's it's been going well. I booked my first voiceover gig. It's a pretty sizable job.、Uh, I will let you guys know about it. More when probably towards the end of the year or maybe even next year, but it's a pretty big job. I signed an NDA, so I can't say too much, but it's gonna be really fun. My first day in the studio is tomorrow, so it'll be great. Although I can't wait to tell you guys about it. When I told my husband, since he's a gamer, he was super super stoked. So stay tuned for that, even though it might take a while. Okay, enough about my personal life because I feel like it's not that important because we're all here to listen to the podcast and not listen to Angie talk about herself. So, <laughs> something I've been wanting to talk about for a while, and it's been on my mind for years, is adult friendships, adult relationships. I'm really excited and a little nervous to get into it for some reason,、uh, but yeah, let's go for it. If any of you guys are anything like me, then you've probably struggled with finding solid friendships, or maybe you're still struggling to find solid friendships,、uh, especially now as an adult. For me, I lack. Solid female friendships.、Um, when I say lack, I don't mean like I don't have any at all. I have one friend, which is kind of sad, but also it's kind of great. I have one friend whom I really love and I trust, and I think each year I appreciate her more and more.、Um, but for the most part, personally, I've always had a hard time with female friendships in, part- in particular.、Um, and as an adult, I guess it hasn't gotten much easier. Uh, I didn't have any trouble making friends with dudes because I was very sporty, very athletic, very tomboyish. So I just got along with dudes better, and I wasn't—I、uh, was like a good kid. I was very 
kind. I was nice, but I was also like mean um, in the way that I joke and the way that I talk. So girls are more sensitive to that. So like, you know, I've always felt like I had to tread very carefully around them. But with guys, like they could take it. We make fun of each other. It was always fine. Anyways, in this episode, I want to delve into why adult friendships is just so dang hard sometimes. Now, some of you don't struggle with this, which is fantastic. Honestly, that is such a blessing and I'm so happy for you. I mean that. And that's what I want. Like, I want that. But for those who are like me and can relate... Y'all know the struggle, man. It be real. Uh, sorry for the way I'm talking. I just just ignore the parts where I see weird things like that. Um, anyway, so I want to start with the question, why are adult relationships so dang hard? Right off the bat, there are a few things I immediately thought of that makes makes perfect sense to me. So when we're younger, like I mentioned, it's so easy to make friends. And that's just a general statement. I know for some people, it was really hard to make friends as a kid. So bear with me, okay? Uh, But what I mean by that is, for the most part, you just play together in preschool and kindergarten, and then bam, suddenly you're friends just because you play with them. Or best friends even. You just find like, one thing in common, right? I remember growing up, I had several best friends in elementary school. Um, I don't think I had a best friend in first grade. I'm being very specific. But in second grade, my best friend was a girl named Anne. In third and fourth grade, it was Gail. And in fifth grade, it was my friend Alex, short for Alexandra. But my bestest, I did have a bestest friend though, who, who I considered like top tier (laughs) her name was hannah um and she like trumped all of them right Uh, i still keep in touch with her we're not best friends anymore but she's still someone who's going to be very near and dear to my heart but my best friends up to this point were always girls but most of my regular friends just like you know this is my friend they were boys and they were the ones i'd play tag with race to see who's the fastest or play power rangers with just literally just toying around and playing Anyways, this is all to say that it was much easier to make friends as a kid, at least for me. Middle school and high school were awkward AF, uh, especially middle school. And even friendships can get kind of weird. But at the end of the day, especially because you see certain people every day, you just end up at least hanging out with a crowd that you call friends who you eat lunch with every day. Or at least I hope you had that. But college is usually the the time when people meet their quote-unquote people, right? Their lifelong friends. Um, It's what we see on TV all the time. Like they meet their people who just get them and they just become lifelong friends. They get married at the same time. They have kids at the same time. Uh, But after college is when it can get a little tricky because up until this point, proximity plays a huge, huge factor. Because of school, we're in close proximity to the same groups of people and over time we become acquainted with them and maybe even become friends. But after you graduate college, things change. You live on your own for the first time maybe or not. Maybe you move back home or you finally have your own place, but you still have roommates and you get your first job, your first real job, at least. I mean, your roommates and coworkers can become your friends for sure. Like for me, I always get along with pretty much anyone I work with, but this is just for me. I I typically don't really hang out with my coworkers outside of work. It might be different if I had moved or lived in another state. 
I would hope that people from work would want to be my friend, but that's not the case since I still live here. <laughs> and I usually don't feel the need to spend more time with the people I just spent all day with at work, again, outside of work. Like I literally spent eight hours with you and I want to go home to my husband. I don't want to spend two more hours with the same people I just spent eight hours with. I mean, that maybe that's why, maybe that's why I don't have friends, lol. Um, but anyways, I hope that makes sense. Um, well, there's one coworker that I'm still friends with. I actually just had brunch with him with uh, my husband on Saturday, but that's probably because he's really good at reaching out and making sure we get food together every few months. <laughs> Thanks, Peter. Speaking of Peter, I hope he doesn't mind me bringing him up. Um, I don't think he listens anyway, so it's fine. <laughs> but uh, oh my gosh, our messages. So he doesn't like to text me, at least because I don't have an iPhone. Y'all don't hate, please, please. Anyways, I don't have an iPhone, so... <laughs> Uh, he, I think he likes to text on his iPad or computer or whatever. So he uses iMessage and he can't iMessage someone like me who has an Android. So he prefers to message on Instagram, which is fine. <laughs> it's fine. Uh, so we've been messing each other since, since several months ago. Like, hey, let's hang out again. Let's grab food. I was like, okay, fine. And then his birthday came around. So I was like, yo, we should definitely meet up. Um, I'll buy for your birthday and then he got sick I think he got COVID and his mom got COVID so he was like hey we need to uh, reschedule I said that's fine and so we set another date and then he was like oh I'm so sorry uh, my meeting is running long so can we <laughs> reschedule again and I was like sure and then I think something came up on my end uh, so we rescheduled again and then I got sick and my husband got sick I think we got COVID finally it's our first time so we had to reschedule again and then we had we rescheduled like I'm not even kidding, like maybe seven times or something. Or maybe I'm lying, maybe five to seven times. It was a lot. And we finally hung out this past Saturday, but that it took like two to three months of planning and rescheduling and canceling on each other and rescheduling again. I felt like that was the epitome of what adult friendships are like these days. Anyways, I'm so sorry. This is so typical of me to just go off track. Anyways, I think I was talking about post-college, how it's just different. Uh, so after college, yeah, like it is different because you're not in the same constant close proximity with your friends anymore. And people move back home or they move for work. People get into relationships, they get married, they have kids. We only get busier, right? Some other reasons why adult friendships are hard is because people change over time too, or at least I hope they do, they should, hopefully for the better if they're working on themselves, which they should be. So yeah, for better or for worse, people do change. So sometimes we stop talking to the very people we once loved most. For instance, uh, when I was in high school, I was so convinced that I was going to remain friends with everyone, everybody. My pastor told me that I wasn't. Like, he really did not need to say that, but I remember him saying it because I really wanted to prove him wrong. But lo and behold, he was right. I think I'm friends with only one person from high school, I think. His name is Daniel. He's still my best guy friend. He got married recently. Congrats to him. <laughs> uh, but he's still my best guy friend to this very day. And I do want to talk about platonic female and male relationships. But even our relationship changed. And it had to. And that's fine. Change within a friendship isn't necessarily a bad thing. In fact, I think it's quite necessary 
Like, I'm married now, and he's married, so obviously we don't hang out all the time like we used to in high school, and that's for the best, and that's probably very healthy. I don't call him all the time, uh, but still, we, we'll check in once in a while. I know a lot of people don't think it's possible to have a guy-girl platonic relationship, which I, I can completely understand why, but I do think it is possible because I am in one. But I think it is very rare, unfortunately, and I do think it is unfortunate. And I think your relationship needs to change as you get into relationships and things like that and as you change. Otherwise, it can get weird and messy and complicate things. And I'm definitely going to do an episode on, again, platonic relationships. So I'm just going to plug that in real quick. So stay tuned for that, you guys. And anyways, as I was saying, uh, that as we get older and enter into the real world, we tend to only get busier. So in order to maintain friendships or build new ones, you have to be very intentional. From the outside looking in, it always seems like people already have their core group of friends and are not looking for more friends or new friends, or it can feel like we're all alone, even if perhaps we're not. Another thing is that we also get more picky with who we want in our inner circle. As we get older, we become more self-aware, hopefully. We have probably experienced getting hurt from a friend or friends. I know I have. We have standards, and I think that's okay. We know our values and what we're looking for in other people, especially if they are to be a part of the inner circle, of our inner circle. Having said that, though, just because two people meet each other who both want the same thing, in this case, deeper, meaningful friendships, doesn't necessarily mean that those two will become that person for each other. It doesn't mean they'll hit it off. I've met plenty of people who also struggle with friendships, but unfortunately that doesn't mean I'm going to now be besties with them because we share the same yearning, you know? The thing about friendships is that they're a gift, truly. And sure, you can seek out that gift and maybe it'll work out, but more often than not, they're usually born very organically. You can't force a friendship just like you can't force love. You can't force anyone to love you, right? It just doesn't work that way. It's a two-way street of mutual understanding. Don't get me wrong. I've tried my hand at trying to meet friends online. I I don't know if you guys know what this is, but I was on Bumble BFF for a good minute. So Bumble BFF is like Bumble. Bumble is a dating app, but Bumble BFF is uh, similar but different in the sense that it's to meet friends. Uh, hopefully your best friend. Uh, so I was on Bumble BFF for a little bit and I've made one friend. We're, we're not the closest, but she's still someone I meet up with time to time. Uh, I'm off of it now. It's just not for me. It's, it's weird, dude. It's very similar to online dating. And honestly, that's what it felt like. Like you swipe left or right on people solely based on their photos and profile. And I just didn't feel great about it. It it just made me feel shallow. And it also makes me realize just how much I judge based on a photo. So sometimes I end up swiping too many people to the right and nothing happens, or I end up doing the opposite. And I just, it's too overwhelming for me. And even if I do message people first and take the initiative, it's so awkward. People will either not respond or they'll respond with something very short so that there's no room to squeeze in more conversation or they just ghost you. And the most friendly people, <laughs> this is so weird, but the most friendly people end up being people who are who are in some kind of like 
MLM or a pyramid scheme, it's really annoying and a little frustrating. It's, yeah, it, it was an experience. Another reason friendships become hard is life stages. Some people get married earlier than others, and sometimes that can even create distance in once very close friendships. And some people have kids sooner than others, and that can cause a huge drift in friendships as well, because, well, if you know parents, you know just how busy they are. It can be a struggle for moms who have single friends or friends with children because they can't relate to her new struggle. So often, new moms meet other moms and schedule coffee slash playdates. And that's fine and that's important too because finding people who see us and understand our struggle and can empathize become all the more important as we face different challenges. And I'm sure there's plenty of other anecdotes and reasons on why adult friendships can be so difficult. But now that we've addressed some of them, I feel like we have to move towards now what? What na- like what do we do now after how do we make these friendships now? And I don't have those answers for you because again, friendships are kind of a gift that just falls on your lap and you're like, I hope I hope I'm that lucky person today. Um, but it also takes courage to step out of your comfort zone so that maybe you could try something new and maybe you'll run into someone there that you really hit it off with. I made one friend. She's actually the one that pushed me to push me back into doing this podcast because we've been talking about uh, friendships for a while. We're both struggling in some of our friendships. Um, but yeah, she's the one who she messaged me today saying like, hey, are you going to do that podcast? Like, I'm looking forward to hearing it. And I was like, oh, my gosh, I put it off for so long. Like, yeah, I should do it. So here I am. She and I became, I have actually never met her, but she and I became friends because when I had lost Luna, she uh, messaged me on Instagram. She actually got a cat of her own (laughs) because she found my Instagram and she thought Luna was so cute. So I think her heart broke for me when she realized my Luna went missing. Um, And she, she is also a Christian and she believes in the Lord and she prays. So she I was I was not well during that time, you guys. I was emotionally so distraught. I don't know if you guys have pets of your own, but if you guys do, you guys might be able to empathize a little bit. But I was not okay for a while. Um, but she prayed for me during the times where I felt like I couldn't, I just couldn't think or pray anymore. So I think that's why I appreciate her so much. And uh, that's why she's special to me. Uh, even though I've never never met her in person yet, but hopefully I can visit her sometime. I think we will get along swimmingly. But that's what I'm saying. Sometimes you just get along with people, whether you've met them in person or not. And it happens in ways you don't always expect. Uh, I've made another friend last year. She's also an actor. She's also in her 30s. We're the same age. She's also married. We, we have those things in common, but in other areas, we are very different. But we get along well. Um, I'm actually seeing her again uh, next week, I think. But then she's very good at being consistent in hanging out. Like It's not like we hang out all the time because she lives kind of far from me. Um, and if, if you know Los Angeles at all, if you live a little bit far, especially with traffic, it's even further. So she is a distance away. Um, but she's been very good at like reaching out pretty consistently, like, hey, let's hang out. Like it's been a minute. Let's grab dinner or something. And she's been very good at that. 
And I do think, especially as we get older, we have to, in order to maintain certain relationships, we have to be very intentional with them. Otherwise, it's easy to just uh, stay friends with people who are in close proximity. And I think, I do think that is easiest. And I do think that is the most convenient. Obviously, the people who are closest to you proximity wise, like it's just more convenient to hang out with them and things like that. But I don't want to limit myself to the same city in the same bubble as I do, because I feel like, I feel like there's so many missed opportunities. And as a person who's all about growth and development as a human being, I don't think you can do that if you're constantly surrounded by the same people. You have to meet all kinds of different people, you know, and be open to them and be open to becoming friends with different people that will challenge your worldview. I know there are some people, maybe that person is you, who have a hard time keeping in touch with people, especially if they are not in close proximity because it's kind of out of sight, out of mind. And I, I do think to a certain degree that happens with everyone. Um, but with certain individuals, it's very much the case. Like they have tunnel vision. They can only see the people in front of them. And then uh, everyone on the outskirts who aren't, we kind of get neglected. I There are certain people in my life who are that way. And I've definitely felt neglected in those relationships and I've realized that in those relationships it's definitely been heavily one-sided where I've been doing all the reaching out um, and if I don't ever reach out then we probably would never meet up or like would never even text even so there are some friendships where I've decided to stop texting first and that's not to say that some friends like you guys rarely talk you guys rarely text but when you do meet up it's as if you know you pick up where you left off you know and there are some friendships that are like that and that's fantastic too that's not what I'm talking about I'm talking about when what a relationship is clearly just one-sided um, and it becomes unhealthy and that's something I want to discuss more in uh, my next episode focusing on female friendships because I do think female friendships can be quite complicated much more than male friendships I think um, if if you disagree please let me know and let me know why but having talked to my male friends so far it does seem that female friendships can be more complicated whereas Male friendships can be a lot more simple, but I also know um, and have heard the struggles of some of my male friends who do crave depth, uh, but they can't find that in their brothers. So my heart goes out to you guys too, of course. But going back to the adult friendships and answering the question, now what? Again, I don't, unfortunately, I don't have the answer for you, but I do think it takes patience and courage Patience in waiting, because I, I, I genuinely believe that, you know, we haven't met all of the people that we're going to meet in our lives. You know, we still have our entire lives ahead of us. We don't know how long that is or how short, but I personally don't believe I've met everyone who's going to love me in my lifetime and who will care for me and support me in my lifetime. Um, I've had friends who love me in the past, and that has been fantastic. Um, and I've had people who don't truly support me and that sucks but that's okay too like I can't expect that from everyone something I had to learn to accept that was really really difficult and challenging for me was uh to accept that you know even friendships has its seasons 
sometimes a friendship you think it's gonna last forever but it was only for a season um you know and I think especially those relationships where you really felt a deep connection uh when you felt that deep connection with someone you felt like they were like your best friend I think those are the hardest to let go um but I also think there's so much growth that comes from it um lots of pain too uh, arguably more painful than a breakup, but uh, that's easy for me to say because I've never had to go through a breakup, but I have been in a couple of friendship breakups, and that has been extremely, extremely painful, but I've learned so much from them and about myself, and I've, I think I've grown so much as a result too, so as painful as it was, I don't regret having gone through the process of really reflecting and working on myself and still wanting to be a good friend to others, you know, even if it doesn't work out or even if uh, even if the other person doesn't put in the same amount of effort, I want to know that I'm doing my best and I'm being the best friend I can be to that person, even if it's not reciprocated, um, even if... I'll get hurt even because I know, because I want to live my life knowing that I put in 100%. And if I look back and I know I didn't try my best, then I think those are my biggest regrets. If I feel like I didn't give my all and I didn't do my best. But if I know that I did my best, because sometimes, again, sometimes our best isn't good enough for that other person. And if that's the case, then as much as it sucks, we just have to accept that. But... It is a little bit easier for me to let go and accept if I know that I've done my best and I've done my part. And that's all I can do. And if my best is not good enough for that other person, then maybe it is best to forego the relationship and to just surrender it. Because again, I think the people in your life who are going to love you are going to love you for you. And if people don't appreciate you, and don't love you for you, then I don't know if it's worth clinging to a certain friendship or an unhealthy relationship that it just ends up becoming burdensome. At the end of the day, we have to be patient, right? Especially if we feel like we haven't met those people in our lives who really care about us, because I do think there are people out there who care about you. Um, not to say that every one of them is meant to be your best friend, but I, I do think they're out there. And it takes, for some of us, unfortunately, it takes time to really meet people who get us, who understand us. If you're a weirdo like me, it might take a little bit longer. But for me, at this point in time, I think it's worth it because I know my worth. And I'm not down to settle just for mediocrity and people who are, who, I don't know, who don't share the same values. You know what I mean? So I'm willing to wait. And I've already met some great people um, and now that I've met some great people and have some great people in my life, I'm willing to invest and I'm willing to cultivate. And I know it's hard because we want things right now, but things don't happen in the timeline that we want them to. And it's frustrating. But I'm going to leave you with this. One of my teachers a long time ago, uh, this is when I was back in middle school, maybe. But one of my teachers challenged me with this because I would always complain to her about how you know, since fourth grade, I've been wanting this best friend, but it seems like no one understands me. You know, it always feels like no one gets me and it's hard to make female friendships. Um, something she asked me was this. She was like, Angie, you always talk about how you want this amazing friend to be there for you, but are you being that friend to others? 
because I really don't think it makes sense to expect people to love you and appreciate you and respect you and treat you the way you want to be treated if you're not treating others that way. It's the golden rule, right? So I think the important thing is always to work on yourself first um, and keep praying. You know, I, I do think our Heavenly Father, if you do believe in God, um, will answer our prayers. If this is something we really want, I think we have to keep praying, right? It says pray continuously, pray without ceasing, especially if we're praying from a heart that is not with an evil intention at all, then why would God not provide, you know? So we got to keep hoping, got to keep praying and keep being a good friend to others in spite of maybe our frustrations. <laughs> Next time, you guys, I want to talk about female friendships. Why is it important for other females to have female friendships? Um, why is it so difficult sometimes? And I want to share a lot of my anecdotes with you guys on what I've learned from them. And hopefully you guys can glean something from it too.